Time is now. Welcome back to the Time is Now podcast. Thank God we could be here together today. On this podcast, we speak to entrepreneurs from all industries and figure out what makes them tick, where they came from, what business means to them, and how they achieve success. I'm Dr. Slava Shutt, a doctor of physical therapy, serial entrepreneur, and your host. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. The Time is Now podcast. I'm happy to introduce a very special guest today, Linda Gross. Linda is the host of the Men's Advocate Radio Show, coach and author of multiple books, including Mastering Women, a title she claims she interviewed more than 20,000 men, and I'm excited to chat with her, so let's get into it. Linda, how are you today? And tell us about you. I want the world to know about you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm doing fantastic today. I hope you are too. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you. You're a wealth of knowledge. I've talked to you before. Uh, You're you're brilliant. You you speak to the hip and uh, (laughs) I love coming with it too. So it's awesome. So how did you get into this business? How, How did you get into, you know, all this that you're doing? Yeah, you know, it started off on a personal level, as oftentimes things do, right? I went through a very messy divorce, and I just decided to unleash some of my negative feelings. So I wrote a daily blog, Monday through Friday, just to as a catharsis, just to like, let it go. Let's get past this. Life moves on, right? And so uh, the blog got super, super popular. And my fans would write to me and they would say, oh my goodness, we have never heard this point of view before because I'm very blunt. I'm direct. I'm honest. I don't mess around. I get right to the chase, like what you need to do. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you need to do. Here's how to fix it. Boom. Like I don't sugarcoat it or dance around And the people, the receiver, they know exactly what needs to get done. (laughs) So anyway, they, they, it started from the blog and then the blog uh, turned into uh, the book because the, again, the fans demanded it. They said, you know, this is such good advice. We've never heard this. You've got to write a book. You've got to write a book. So I did. I, I uh, took about 18 months and talked to, uh, well, actually, let me back up. I wrote the book myself. I got to about chapter seven and then I threw it in the trash. And I said, nobody wants to have me stand on a soapbox telling you how, how to get it done. So let me flip the script and let me find out what are the men's issues and then address the men directly. That way it's more personal. It's something that you want, not that somebody third party is saying. So I interviewed over 20,000 men to write that first book. And then I combined that. I have a degree in psychology from UCLA. I combined that with 10 years of academic research. So what I wanted to find out from the research was how did the caveman date? And is it any different than 10,000? What we're doing today, is it any different than 10,000 years ago? And I was really like shocked at the answer because my findings confirmed what these 20,000 guys were saying. And the biggest secret is, you know, the media will tell you it's environment, it's your parents, it's your school teachers, your classmates. No, 
Mother Nature is not stupid. She has this all pre-programmed. It's all your hormones, your enzymes, your synaptic functions, because she wants to guarantee procreation. She wants to guarantee and ensure the species will evolve and continue. Because you know what? If it were left up to us, if humans had that much control, we would all die out in 30 years. We'd get lazy. We'd say, forget it. We, you know, hit a roadblock. I'm not going to, but no, no. (laughs) You know, the biology says, yes, you are. Pick pick yourself up because you're going to survive this and you're going to, you know, find a girl or or a guy that you want to be with and life goes on and you will procreate and the species will continue because that's how it works. It's amazing. You know, uh, as a religious Jew, you know, really early on in the Bible, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Right. Like the dichotomy between the greatest accomplishment in human nature is procreation. You could use it for bad and you can Mm -hmm. use it for good. The drive for sexuality is programmed in us genetically because if God didn't put that in, as you said, we wouldn't even, what would we do? Especially men. We'd find we'd give up. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix and beer or whatever. Netflix and chill, as they say. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I want to know what's it's, it's interesting to me because nobody advocates for men. Okay. Yeah. And you have a radio show that is called The Man's Advocate. Now, yeah. I want to know, and I'm sure the listeners want to know, yeah. What what makes us need an advocate and why are you doing it? I I have a sense of right and wrong and I hate when somebody is wronged or inaccurately accused of something and that's not the case. So the media is pretty good. I mean, it's like the decade of the woman and I'm all for that. You know, it's like I'm all for female empowerment. However, what has happened in the last decade or two is I think you it's okay to empower women, liberate women, but you have to raise both sexes up. You can't raise her to the detriment of guys. That doesn't make any sense because then you have disjointed families, split apart families. You know, the the, the millennials today, they don't even want to get married. They don't even want to have kids. I mean, that's that's what you end up with disjointedness. So if you're going to elevate one sex, you got to elevate them both. Now, why did I pick the men's advocate? Why am I the mouthpiece for men? Well, because so many of my fans, you know, they, they, their households broke up and they lost custody of the kids. Why do they lose custody? Because the courts are corrupt. And because the wife, the ex-wife went in there and she lied. She said that there was drugs or alcohol or abuse or something or another. The judge signed off on the paperwork. Nobody checked. Nobody says, where's your psychology report? Nobody said, where's your police report? Nobody checked any of these facts. And so my guys got wrongly accused and then they spend the next 10 years or more, you know, losing their house, using all their funds, trying to get their kids back for something that should be automatic. It should be automatic 50-50 and it's not. You know, if there's drugs or abuse or whatever, 
Of course, take the kids away. But you know what? That's not the case in most of these cases. So I figured, well, you know, there's 10,000 podcasts for, for female relationships. The, right. the women can go over there. So the women all complain, you know, equal opportunity show and equal sex. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. You can sit in my classroom. You could be an auditor. You can listen. But the show is not for you. The show is I'm the mouthpiece for the guys and I make it a safe environment for the guys to come forward. Because guess what? If those guys say the same words to a woman, the woman will bite their head off. So, you know, so a lot of guys clam up and they are doing the Netflix and chill. They are doing (laughs) drugs or abuse or like whatever else is going on because they are checked out. Today's young men, they don't want to have any part of it. They saw their parents go through nonsense and they don't want it. I don't blame them. I love that you have this, uh, you know, view on masculinity uh, from a feminine lens. And I want to talk about that more. I want to expand upon that. What do you feel are the advantages and the obstacles of viewing, you know, um, masculinity through the feminine lens? I think it's a huge disadvantage. Most women cannot do what I do. I was very lucky. I had a really strong dad. He was an engineer and a scientist and an inventor, and I got his brain. I I have like a male brain, (laughs) you know, a left brain. I'm logical, analytical. I love cars. I love maps, you know, but most women don't have that kind of brain. Most women are on, on the other side, right? They're what's called right brain, which is they're more emotional. Nothing wrong. Both both sets of uh, brains are equally needed and they're supposed to be complementary. So to answer your question, most women could not do what I'm doing, could not coach the way that I'm doing because they get too emo and they tell the guy, you need to do this, this, and this, that you need to do X. And the poor guy chases his tail doing X Meanwhile, it's not X at all. It's Y. So she won't tell the truth. Most women will not tell the truth because they think it's confrontational. To me, it's not confrontational. It's conversational. Like the guy needs to know the information. So, for example, um, you know, the this the following two comments, if I had a you know dollar every time I heard this, I'd be a millionaire, as they say, right? But um, they women will tell you. I want a guy who makes me laugh. I want a guy who is a sensitive guy who will cry at the movies. Both of those words are not in my book. It's the biggest lie you will ever hear. You know, the sensitive guy business, they go in the bathroom with the girls. You know, you're all having dinner, whatever. They they go in the bathroom. Oh, oy vey, as they would say. The, The talk, the smack talk that they talk behind your back, you don't even want to hear the end of it. But to your face, they'll tell you, oh, I want a sensitive guy. No, they do not want a sensitive guy. So I tell the guys, it's okay to be sensitive, but you got some work to do ahead of that. So no sensitive guy for the first 90 days. The first 90 days, you have to establish your confidence. Uh So then, then when you've done that, then it's okay to bring out your sensitive guy. You know, I, I've talked to several different relationship experts on this show, and it's funny. 
from from the men's perspective, of course. And and I have some friends that coach specifically men on how uh, you know basically to rekindle their relationship with their wives, right? And you know, and it's funny. I pick up a few things, and it's funny hearing from your perspective. Like, you know, you're saying the same thing, and it's it's if women truly wanted the nice guy, right? There wouldn't be all these coaches coaching men not to be in the friend zone, right? Because the moment, <laughs> you know, it's funny that the term was actually coined friend zone because the nice guy that the women truly want is shoved into that friend zone and they can never get out. And then right. somehow they are <laughs> talking to their friend about this relationship, about some a-hole that screwed them because that's they went for some complete opposite of funny and sensitive and right. so, you know like how does the guy decipher this thing like like you know women don't have a code like it, it's just like wild wild west like we will never figure <laughs> the women out we never will however can you give us some clues and some insights of how to not be in a friend zone but at the same time like be something that you know uh men could be more dateable let's just say, because the percentages of, of dateable men are, it's a, that's a pandemic in itself. Right. 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 Either you're friend zone or you're not dateable. Right. So where do we go? Okay. I'm not asking you to be an a-hole because that's not the definition of confidence. I'm again, it goes to my research with the caveman research. It's biological. The reason why it's biological that they need confidence. Women need confidence like they need air. Okay. It's that important. It's the number one trait that the guy must possess. Okay. So what that means is from a biological point of view, mother nature made you guys bigger, better, stronger, faster in general, most of the time than, than we are. And the reason why is to pull us out of danger. So if there is a, a weather problem, you know, it's a hurricane or an avalanche or a flood or, or maybe it's a fire, some kind of danger, you know, the, the car went off the cliff, whatever, we're looking to you because you're bigger, better, stronger, et cetera, than we are to help pull the women and children out of danger. So most of the book, about a third of the book, I teach guys how to have confidence because a lot of guys don't have confidence. So now this is different than um, what I call fake confidence. Fake confidence is arrogance and cockiness. Now, the players know they need arrogance and cockiness. And will that work? Yeah, it works for a little while, but it's not going to work for the long haul because sooner or later, she will discover your true nature and you're not getting it done for real. Now, my peers, my colleagues who write about this topic, usually male dating coaches, they will tell you practice on women, practice on, no, you don't practice on women. You've got to have the confidence before you get there. So the guys, what I tell them to do, how do you build that confidence before you get there is most guys, they relate through their work, their passion, their hobby, um, you know, whatever they're good at, you know, just practice that one hour a week. And if you practice it even more than that, let's say you practice it one hour a day, all the better. What's the magic formula? If you have 10,000 hours under your belt, you're now an expert, 
right? Okay, so you get the confidence, and I and I give them little homework tips on how to build that confidence. That way, when you walk into that room, you've got confidence in your belly. It just shows. You don't even have to say anything. You know, the, all the women look at you like, ooh, who's that guy? Because of the way you stride yourself. You, you take a stance, you take a position, and you know what? They, they sense that. Conversely, they, they sense if you're a weakling. You know, if there's an earthquake, I mean, you and I both live in Los Angeles. If there's an earthquake, we don't want the guy to be running under the table. Meanwhile, when the whole house is caving in, <laughs> right? We need somebody to say, okay, um, you know, stay away from the staircase or, or what I tell my family is go to the bathroom initially until it stops because the bathroom has lots of plumbing. It's the strongest room in the house, you know, with all the, the iron pipes and everything. So, yeah, we're looking for someone that's going to lead the pack, lead the charge here. So if you're going to run and hide, that ain't going to work. So and. And then when you graduate from that, then you practice on women. And I tell the guys, practice on somebody you don't want to date because then there's no charge. There's no fear. You're not going to talk yourself out of it. So practice on a four, five, or six, right? right. You know, and what you do, don't ask them for a date. All you're trying to do is get a rise out of them. You're trying to get a laugh, a wink, a smile, a nod. Uh, good morning. You're trying to get some kind of reaction. And then that way, when you have that all under your belt, you know, you practice that for two months, three months, really, that's all it's going to take. Then when you see a seven, eight or nine or 10, you're ready to go. You're ready to go because you've done the work. That's, that's amazing. We, you know, as a guy, I appreciate that advice. I mean, that, that, that's cool. It's kind of, know, you know, guys need it simple, right? You know, if you give me a 10 step method of how to be something, you know, you lost me probably by myself <laughs> and most guys, I, I could probably make it to level three. Most guys probably level two, you know, that that's why the entrepreneur in me, you know, the go-getter, uh, but guys are really simple. So if you tell me in the audience, like, look, the number one, success success secret to dating and being good with your spouse is confidence you know it right. sounds like it should be easy right but what are the pitfalls and of, of the regular guy the regular guy who's not supercharged the regular guy who's not all fired up who doesn't necessarily go to the gym who's not a firefighter police officer who runs into danger like how does a regular the regular joe schmo build that confidence. Uh, I know you mentioned, you know, the practices, stuff like that, but you know, is there anything else that a regular guy needs to do to raise up just a little bit? The easiest couple of things that you can do is go to the gym, pump iron. Cause guess what happens when you pump iron, it dumps testosterone in your system. Testosterone. What is that? It gives you the nerve to talk to the girl. Right. Okay, so that's one way. Another way is to eat red meat once a week. Yeah. Red meat also dumps testosterone into your system. So those are a couple of cute little tricks. Now, the, the con of all that, don't go near any soy product. I saw this guy once, and he had man boobs. <laughs> he was at my gym, right? 
And so I said, dude, you got to stop eating the soy. And he goes, Linda, no, I, I don't eat soy at all. And we went through the whole thing. I said, your coffee creamer, what you put in your cereal, um, you know, like we, we went through all the, the edibles, right? And he was right. None of those categories, you know, matched up for him. He, he promised me he was not eating soy. And he comes back to me three days later. And he goes, you know, my wife has hand soap, liquid hand soap in the bathroom. Could it be that? Because it's made of soy. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Stop using that. Get your own hand, hand soap. And literally in two weeks, he stopped using the, the hand soap. The boobs start, the man boobs started going down. Wow. So yeah. don't, don't have anything that is estrogen, you know, centric, because that's going to be the opposite. It'll take your confidence away. Absolutely. It's proven. There's, there's so much, there's so many positive data about feminizing foods and feminizing uh, products, uh, you know, the aerosols, the, this, the, the, the air fresheners there, they've been proven uh, chemical products to change in men and become right. feminizing agents. So yeah, you're, you're nail on the head. It, it, it's, it's truly amazing how much our environment does play on our hormones and how many men suffer from low testosterone uh, at a young age because of all these environmental things. So it's very good. And thank you for being making us so aware of the feminizing uh, environment that can happen to us. I'm just curious, like, you know, when you said you interviewed 20,000 men, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of dudes. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did you do that? How did you, it was it a mailer? Was it by phone? Was it an email? Like, you know, how did you gather so much data? They had just invented the chat window. So like on Facebook, we call it DM on IG, it's called DM, but they had just invented that. So most of my people that I was that I was talking to were on the chat windows. So I could have five chat windows going on simultaneously. Um, some of them were phone calls. Some of them were emails, but I would say 80% of them were, were the chat windows. So, and I just loved it so much. Um, you know, I got to, it wasn't just one singular questionnaire. I talked about whatever the guy's issue was, you know, I have an issue with X. So that's what we talked about. And so when I got to 500 answers the exact same way as the 499 guys ahead of him, I'm like, wow, I think I'm on to something. And I kept going. Um, you know, I, I've got a psychology background and most university studies are anywhere from like 500 to 1500 subjects. They're not 20,000. Nobody goes to 20,000. But I kept going because I wanted to see, is there any deviation? Are there exceptions to the rule? And no, there are not. I mean, it's just like once you know what the rule is, all you have to do is do it. It's it's like you, I'm giving you the magic key that unlocks the lock. And there are only four principles that you have to do, four characteristics that you have to have. Confidence is one of them. OK, so the second one is connect with her. Connect with her means find something in common before you say, um, you know, oh, you've got a great 
you're so beautiful or you got a great figure. Like everybody says that, you know, she's heard that 10,000 times already. If she is a seven, eight, nine or 10, right? So look around the room and say, wow, I see you got the onion rings. I was thinking about ordering the onion rings. Are they good here? Or wow, that band is really good. Have you heard this band play here before? Look around the room, find something in common first and use that as the icebreaker, connect with her. And then number three is caring. Caring means you have to give a rip. If you don't give a rip, she's not your girl. Throw the fish back, go go keep fishing, right? You have to care because if not, what are you doing there? It's just a bang, right? Okay, so, and then number four, okay, so the players, they know how to do number one, but you know, it's not confidence for real, it's fake confidence, the cockiness and arrogance, which gets them a little bit of mileage, okay? And the the connect with her and the caring, they know that secret too, but it's not long lived. They're they're it's like they're doing it temporarily to the ends to the goal, you know, means to the oh, ends, okay. whatever. Yeah. Right. But here's the part that a good guy is gonna win out over the player that they don't have character. You got to walk the walk, talk the talk. You got to be a man of morality and values. And here's my line in the sand. Don't cross my line in the sand. Otherwise, there's the door, hit the door. So you got to have that character and the players don't have that. That's why you're going to win the race at, after the, the 90 days. So, yeah, that's all you need. Just those four characteristics. You don't need laughter. You don't need money. Actually, another word that's not in my book, money. You don't need money because that's a misnomer too. It's not the money. It's what the money represents. The money represents confidence. I could wipe out your bank account tomorrow, but on day two, you'd figure out a way to get it back. Because why? Because you got the confidence. You already did it once. You could do it again. No, that's that's awesome. You know, what's interesting is, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, you know, your history and your divorce, how you got things going. And you talk about most likely what I've heard from you is a lot of great value for the single guys. Do you, What is the percentage or how would you, when you coach, do you coach married guys too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what is their problem? Like, like, <laughs> you know, like, what, let me ask you, you know. Once you're in the game, right? You've already, yeah. you've already, you know, like you're in married, let's say over a decade. What what do we need to do? Because, you know, is it the same four principles? Is it, you know, it's the same, same, same four principles. So why does a married guy need it? Well, you know, you guys, you're very goal oriented. Once you got the ring on the finger, you figure, okay, I'm done. I already achieved the goal. Uh-uh. That's when the that's when the fun and games start. So no. you have to date her. You have to continue to date her um, at least bare minimum once a month, hopefully twice a month and hopefully once a week. You what know, is- you have to spend some time doing the connect with her and the caring. Right. You have to spend, you know, 
it doesn't have to be, you know, if she likes M&Ms, so you bring home an, a bring home a, a little packet of M&Ms one day, or, you know, she was looking for a green shirt to go to the wedding or something like that. And then you, you flip through Amazon and you saw the green shirt that she wanted. And, and you said, honey, how about this green shirt? Would this work for your wedding? You know, or whatever. You have to connect with her. So you have to make the time. The game is not over just put, just because you put a ring on it i'll be honest with you if i went and got that green shirt i guarantee with 99.9999 percent conviction that she will not wear that green shirt she finds well that's her- what i didn't say buy it i just said oh, honey oh, i was thinking of you you know it's okay. a connect with you thing i was thinking of you i saw this green shirt on amazon why don't you check it out is that the one you wanted I agree with you. Don't buy it. Yeah, but really, but but make her. It's not the fact that you buy it or don't buy it. It's the fact that you're thinking of somebody beyond yourself. You're not a narcissist, and you're thinking of hmm, she might need that or she might want that or whatever. That's awesome, and it makes her feel you care. That's a long-term character trait. That's awesome. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so obviously there's some differences and do you do coach women right i mean you you have women i do i have a women's book too that was the second book that you mentioned the hitched in 90 days beautiful so what's the differences like when you coach men and women is there a difference do you really do you approach it very differently I absolutely do. That's why I don't have a unisex show. So somebody asks me a question, it could be the same exact question. The way I would answer a guy is totally different than the way I would answer a female. Totally different. So the four core traits that are needed that I just mentioned for a guy are different than the four core traits that she needs to do to win the guy over. Now, they go hand in glove, these four traits. They're very compatible, but they're just like I was talking about the right brain, left brain. You know, guys are typically spend most of their time in, in the left brain, logical, analytical. Women usually spend their time in the uh, right brain, in the emotional, right? They go hand in hand. One's not better than the other. You need both. They're complementary. Okay, so these four core traits, they are also complementary. They are not the same. And, you know, a guy does not feel love until the girl does these four traits. He can go with her, he can bed her, but he's not going to feel love until he senses those four core traits out of her. Well, I mean, there's women who listen to my show. I mean, you might as well give it to me. There's women who listen to right now. You're like, I, I think there's gonna, we're going to have like the, the lines break. What do they call it? The, everything's going to freeze. We're going to have a breakdown. We need to we need to get these portraits from you. What are the, what, what are, we're on pins and needles. What are the traits a woman has to, has to respond with? Okay. Uh, the guy has to be needed. She uh-huh. has to, and I don't, I don't mean needy. But you have to hold a place in her life. You have to be there for some specific reason. So let me give you a couple examples. You're a great chef. She's not. Okay, so that's she needs you because you're the food department, right? Or you're always on time. She's not. You help her be more on time. 
Um, one of you is uh, very social and extroverted. The other one is a couch potato. So, you know, you got to lift each, each other up off the couch, get dressed and go out or go to the party or whatever. So it's like a social thing. You know, one of you is more social than the other. Um, it could be you know, it could be a myriad of things. It could be that you're really good at computers or you're really good at fixing her car or you're really good at the stock market and she knows nothing about the stock market. So you're there to teach her. You just need one trait. You need one thing that she needs you in her life because guess what? She could be the most drop-dead gorgeous girl, supermodel, a 10. And after a month or two, if you get the feeling that she doesn't need you, you will walk away from that 10. Wow. Yeah. And it's I, that powerful. Yeah. It's biological. That's yeah. a big one. That's a big one. That's like the character for the guy. I mean, that's a, <laughs> a that's like that's like the 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 big long-term, like big strategy. Yeah. It's it's okay. All right. Next. She has to appreciate you because the opposite of not being appreciated is being disrespected. So if your woman is always nagging you, if your woman is telling you, you should be doing it this way, you should be doing it that way. How come you didn't do X, Y, Z? Those are all forms of disrespect. So, you know, go, go to the woman that respects you. So that appreciation thing is huge for men. Yeah. They don't even know they need that. But they, if they don't have that in their relationship, it's like, you know, when I bring it out to them, they're like, oh, my God, is that what is going on? I never even put two and two together. The appreciation is huge for men, right? Uh, core trait number three is you have to be accepted. So accepted means she has to accept to give you her digits. She has to accept and say yes to the date. She has to accept you into her body. You're invading her space. She has to accept that and everything else that goes along in life. She has right. to accept you because, again, the opposite of that is disrespect. So she has to accept you. So, yeah, these are some very big principles that the guy kind of has a sort of feeling about, but when it's bam, all right in front of you in the book, it's like, oh my God, head slap. Yeah. Because I never knew that these things are as important as what you're saying. Give us an example, you know, of like, you know, of a hot button with the topic that you get from both sides. Give us, give us like a, a little role play of the male female differences of a hot topic that you are like, like, this is the hot topic that I get out of 20,000 interviews. Yeah. <laughs> 20,000 and one times. And, yeah. you know, from the male and female perspective. Okay. The number one question I was asked by the guys is why does nice guy not work? We hear it all day long, right? Be a nice guy. Your your mama tells you, be a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. doesn't work. Like I say, it doesn't work because she needs to know the confidence factor is there first. 
then you can do nice guy stuff. Then you can, you know, paint the walls or change your tires or like whatever you're going to do. But without knowing that that confidence factor is there, you're right. She's going to friend zone you. So, and then it's too comfortable being a nice guy. Uh, They do what I call vulturing, which means they don't have the cojones to like ask her out on a date or walk across that room or talk to her or whatever, because they're scared of her, scared of rejection, scared that she might say no. So they sit there in the wings. So this gorgeous girl that you want to go out with, she's talking about her bad player boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend, and she's calling you up at two in the morning, or she's calling you at two in the morning to say, can you pick me up from the restaurant? Cause he just dumped me, you know, and you, you put on your pants and you go get her or whatever. Um, so vulturing means that the guy thinks that one day she's going to get so sick and tired of the player boyfriend that she's going to come running to him. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. She might pick another, uh, you know, skanky boyfriend, but it ain't going to be you because she didn't get that confidence gene from you. So don't be the vulture. You, you, yes, is there a possibility of rejection? Of course. Do you think women like to get their period? No, but we have to get our period every month. That's just how it works. So you guys, you know, you, you need a little bit of rejection, but you know what? You can minimize the rejection. Just do some of the homework from my book. Like I say, practice with women. You practice at... 7-Eleven, you know, putting, pumping gas in your car, going to the market, cleaners, whatever it is, you try to get a little rise out of the woman and do it with people that you don't care about. So there's no big deal. I'm telling you this for the practice. So don't do, don't be that vulture guy that you're just waiting for the low hanging fruit to fall down. It ain't going to work like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so. now that I think about it, there's no wonder you're in a damn friend zone. <laughs> you're right. It's right. So sad. I mean, I, I'm like, you know, you didn't have the cojones to go over there. And now you're waiting for her to like change her mind somehow. Like you became the the guy of her dreams. Like, wow, I just didn't see it before. Right. It's you, the sun just shining. Ah! Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Look at the spotlight. How did I not see this in the first place? But you know what, you know, I get criticized by the women all day long, like Linda, come on now, it's 2023, Uh, you go girl, you're in charge, ask the guy out first, ask the guy to, you know, propose to the guy first, like what's wrong with you, you know, step up into 2020, and I'm like, nope doesn't work that way and they're like why and I said they're there and I interviewed some of those guys where the woman proposed first right and some of those men said yes sometimes there was a money factor that she was making quite a bit more than he was so that pulled him out of the ditch or whatever um guess what Dr. Slava every single guy where the wife proposed first Every single one of them was cheating on the wife. Every single one, like hundreds and hundreds of them. I didn't find one exception to that. So yeah, they might've said yes to the wedding, but behind the scenes, they're stepping out on their wives. Well, they didn't respect her. They, they don't respect her, right. 
they, that's a complete lack of respect. And, you know, it, I guess it goes both ways with the confidence because it seems like the guy, you know, got sort of what they wanted, made it easy, maybe too easy, right? right. And the too easy does not work for guys either. That it's, yeah. That, that's not a good solution either because guys, sorry to say this guys, but we take advantage sometimes, you know, yeah. she's too soft. Also, she's going to let you do what you're going to do. You have no repercussions. You're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's and cool. you take away, you take away the hunt from the guy. The guys like the hunt. They like that adrenaline thing going on. It's like, you might as well be hunting the the bear or the lion or whatever, you know, back in the day. Right. Well, it's a good looking I, one. Cor correct me if I'm wrong. I think you guys like the hunt. It's like, yes, I did it. I crossed that milestone. I got her digits or, you know, she said yes to the first date or whatever it is. It makes you feel good. It makes you pound your chest. Yeah. It, what are you going to wait for her to do it? Right. It's it's just, you know, you got the sexes backwards. Then she's taking the dominant role and you're taking the passive role, which is why it doesn't work. Doesn't it work. does not work. You know what? I have uh, gay guys read my book and I'm like, why are you reading the book? And they're like, you know what? The same principles apply because somebody in the relationship takes the male role, the dominant role, and somebody takes the passive artistic, you know, you know, emo role. And it all works. The same principles apply. I'm like, okay, good job. <laughs> I don't judge. If that works, it works. But yeah, there are characteristics. I hate to tell people. I, I know you want to say modern, modern, modern. Physiology is not modern. Physiology goes back many, many moons, and we are wired a certain way. Talk to God if you have a problem. You know, uh, that's just the way it is. That. It's been amazing, Linda. You know, any last words that you want to share with us, like any bits of wisdom? You've brought so much value and so much. We thank you so much. It's like been awesome. Your breath of fresh air. And I'm happy that we have such an advocate like you. And uh, it's been much a blessing. So any last words, any like bits of wisdom you want to leave with the audience? Thank you so much. Yeah, they can pick up the book on Amazon as well as the audiobook now is fresh off the press. 50 different hosting platforms for the audiobook. Uh, the women's book, of course, is Hitched in 90 Days, where I teach the women how to be so irresistible that the guy has to propose to you within the 90 days because he fears losing you. And my my married women even pick that one up and they and they say, you know, my husband's like chasing me all the time now. You know, I only did like two chapters and he's like so in love with me all over again. So, yeah, pick up those books. And if you look at the sign behind me, I have a coaching business for business. Um, also, it's called 90 Day Biz blueprint and my ceos and entrepreneurs come to me with all their business headaches behind the scenes and i map out a blueprint and a strategy step by step how we're going to take you from where you are evaluating your strengths and weaknesses to where you want to be and relieving you of all the stress from all the business problems that have uh, bogged you down that's amazing wow uh, so i want everybody to get these books the audio tapes, you know, you're amazing. Uh, I hope like, like they're knocking down your door, you know, Thanks. After so uh, it's been awesome. We thank you. Uh, 
always uh, amazing talking to you. And we thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. And by the way, I'm returning the favor in a couple of weeks. You'll be on my show. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> bring it. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to bring some confidence, girl. Be ready. All right. Well, you already have that in spades, so I'm not worried. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Be well. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening, make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you for listening to The Time Is Now with me, Dr. Slava Shutt. Remember to tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. and send in your questions to Dr. Slava Shutt on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.